Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is not the C-Mac Music Hour. You got a little aggressive here. No, Nobody that's, ex- wants that's this. exactly what it is. No, no, it's not. This is lim- this is October, November, December of the year 2000. Yeah, but a young so man much. sitting in the locker room yeah. at a Nassau County high school, getting ready for a yeah. big high school football game. These are the songs he'd listen to. So much, to. so much. You don't like Corn Freak on a Leash? Uh, I happen to like Corn. Well, a uh, little much. Nope. We're on the radio. At least you did pick a year. The last year the Giants beat the Eagles in a playoff game, so I got See, that again, going. Everything's got to relate back year. to sports. Oh, I'm trying to help him out here. Everything's got to go back to some kind of game or some kind of sporting event. It's for with the you. Giants, man. I'm waiting for the day when yeah, that does not happen. I don't know when that day's <laughs> that gonna come. Never gonna happen. But uh, that'll be the day. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I sent you. Uh, Pete Wentz gave me the link. For Fall Boy's new song. We'll play that next. Would you? If Are we you able me, to play that? Is that yeah, allowed? Like, he's, dude, when the guy that wrote it sends it to you, you're allowed to play all it. All right, I'm just making yes. sure. All right. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you right when now. When are you going to rap already? I've been waiting all day for this No, nah, the rap's coming up later. You know that. I mean, you guys have, uh, I would have done it at any point. You keep pushing. You guys I push keep around. pushing you back. <laughs> I want to hear, I wanna hear it. Uh, I want to hear to. Craig on the ones and twos, man. Uh, but five o'clock, I'll rap for you. <laughs> five o'clock, all right. yeah. I'll drop a couple bars. I'll spit some bars. By the way, for uh, you. why not? There is yeah, a date sure. for that Met Hall of Fame induction. It's June third. Great. So there you Let go. me guess. They play the Arizona Diamondbacks. They play on June third. See, I don't know that by heart. I know that surprises you. They play an American League team. Big uh, Mac, Detroit Tigers. Big Mac will be a Met fan that day. Believe it or not. Who knows? I'm sure it's a game they can't sell. That's why they're doing the <laughs> Hall really? of Fame. So yeah, because that's what I would do. <laughs> they're facing the Toronto Blue Jays that day. Oh, is that? All right, well, Toronto. They don't travel well. Here's uh, James in Westchester. It's all about the Giants and the Eagles getting ready for divisional round of the playoffs. Let's rock, Jimmy. What do you got? All right, you guys ready? Because you guys are driving me crazy. Yeah. Right? Why is Craig driving you crazy? Like, what's he doing? All right, here we go. Here we go. Okay. The Giants are not beating the Eagles. I've been hearing it morning, afternoon, and now the afternoon. And I figured you guys would be level-headed. Yes. We've had some sense in it. By the way, okay? neither one of us said the Giants were going to win the game. We're, but just, we're talking about the game. We haven't said who's going to win the game. Listen, the whole, the whole conversation, listen, don't, don't do that. What? Don't do that. What should we do? Just say the Eagles are going to kick their ass and call it a day, and then move on to the Knicks no, or something? No, no, no. But this is the way. This is this is this is the dialect. The Giants have a chance, and the Giants hope that they can beat the Eagles. Are you an Eagle fan? What's your deal? He's a Giant fan. He thinks you're mushing the Giants. That's what he's. Is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. 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 
the Eagles are not the Colts. The Eagles are not the Redskins. And the Eagles are not. Wait, wait, no, no. Are and you a giant fan? Billy from Long Island. So there you go. We got it all set up. So is he a giant fan? He's a giant fan. He's like, you know, you're mushing it. How can you get. We're not. We, neither one of us is giving a prediction on the game. I can't reiterate enough that the Eagles are the better team in this game, but the Giants are playing their best football at the right time. We've seen it a million times in sports. You know, when your quarterback plays one game in four weeks and the team he's going against has come brimming with confidence, that means something. Now, if you told me the Giants lose this game 26-17, to 17, all right, big deal. I just think it's going to be a closer game than I don't a lot of people buy, think. I don't buy that's a Giant fan. I buy that's a jealous, bitter fan of another team. No, I don't that know guy was locked in. He just, he's, he's nervous, Evan. You think it's a Giant fan who's nervous? Yeah, there are Giant fans out there right now that feel like, hey, I don't want, I don't want to mess anything yeah, up. I got the juju. That didn't sound like a nervous Giant fan. That sounded like an arrogant guy who just assumed the Giants had no chance against the Eagles. Stop wasting your time. Hi, yes, and why? Thank you, Grubhub, for putting us on TV. Phone number to join now that you're watching, 877-337-6666. I mean, if you can't feel this right now, then you don't have a pulse. This is the biggest sporting event in New York since... Wow. Really? <laughs> you're just going to discount the, the Yankees run? It's not the Yankees. It's not the Yankees. It's not the Yankees this year, I can tell you that. We, knew, that we, knew, we knew they were broken. Rangers, conference finals, it's hockey, we don't by the way, that. By the way, I, I, could, I could get a couple votes in there for Rangers and Islanders the last couple of years getting nah, to the conference you're finals. Wrong. The, sure. answer, the answer is game one, ALCS, Yankees, Astros. We didn't know they were going to get swept. We didn't know that. Now, we know, so you look back at that series and you try to ignore its existence, but the hype going into Yankees-Astros, yeah, the they're rematch. they're in the streets in the Bronx. Oh, uh, yeah, that, it's that. definitely the answer. You can't change it because of the result. Like, we know the result now, we sure. We very, uh, very eager to get that series started. That's true. It's Yankees-Astros. That was a big deal. The Yankees wanted that game to be rained out, of course. (laughs) Right. Can't blame them for that. And and obviously the Astro-Yankee dynamic is different than Giants-Eagles, but the Astros have become your biggest rival if you're a Yankee fan. The Eagles are your biggest rival and have been your biggest rival for multiple decades. How about this? If the New York Giants beat the Eagles, it's the biggest sports win in this town since blank. Uh, since Mets winning the pennant in 15. Mets winning the pennant in 15. Yeah, I'd say biggest since that. You know, they, it's, uh, the Yankees won game six before they got eliminated game seven uh, against the Astros, right? In what year? Uh, oh, in 17? No, 17. they lost game six. They lost They're up game three six. Two. Okay, that right. yep. They're up 3-2. Got it. Now, okay. I don't think there's a Yankee game because the Yankee bar is a lot higher. The Mets won the pennant. So I would say the Mets advancing to the World Series, sweeping the Cubs in 15, would probably be above anything the Yankees have done the so, last few years. Not as a knock on the Yankees, no, more as got a compliment. The yeah, yeah, they got to the World Series. All right, so if the Giants beat the Eagles, it's the biggest win since the Mets knocked out the Cubs to go to the World Series. I can accept that. Yeah, I think so. So it would be the biggest win in seven years in New York. Yeah. Yeah, I can accept that. Because there's no Stanley I'm Cup okay that for the Islanders or yeah, Rangers. There's no championship there's for any no of the teams. There's no Nickernet run that deserves that. Right. Obviously, the Giants and Jets haven't won a playoff game until last week with the Giants. So, really, you, you turn your lonely eyes to baseball, and it's the Mets winning the pennant. Seven years. This will be the biggest win New York's had in seven years. 
Uh, you guys better win this effing game I'm you right now. <laughs> now you're turning it on. Like we I hate to say it, but we're kind of becoming like a joke. <laughs> like, we, you don't feel that way in the moment because every year it feels like, yo, the Yankees have a chance. Oh, the Mets, yo, let's pass year. Oh, they got a chance. Or if you are a hockey fan, for sure, Rangers and Islanders had a chance. But yeah. it's like, man, we have really become this like. Well, you know what makes it worse? Yuck. To your point. Philadelphia and Boston, in a lot of ways, are those two northeast cities we don't like. We don't like either sure. city. And both of those cities have had recent championship yeah, success. And by the way, the more I think about it, the more we it me off. Yeah, I mean, Philadelphia has a Super Bowl. Like, the one thing the Giants always had over the Eagles, despite the Eagles' success, was, hey, you guys can't win a Super Bowl. Hey, you guys can't win the big one. Yeah, yeah. And they finally did. And they did it, of course, with a backup quarterback. So they've got a recent championship. The Phillies' yeah. recent one to the World Series, pretty good. Boston, I mean, the Red Sox have been piling up championships, as painful as that is. The Celtics were just in an NBA Finals. Yeah. And we all know about the Patriots' success. So those two cities that we really hate have surpassed us in a lot of ways. I gotta tell you, I'll say this about the only good thing based on the, how the Giants celebrated in the locker room after beating Minnesota. Thank God the Giants win. The good news is that, A, we beat Philly to, to get to the NFC Championship game. I say we as a New Yorker, not as a Giant fan. But B, we won't have to live through another rendition of that stupid Calum Scott song where the guy who steals the other guy's girl and he's banging her in the corner of a bar <laughs> and the guy just sits there and watches his girl get railed by some other dude <laughs> that he has no idea what's going on. Like how that became the Philadelphia theme song is uh, so objectionable to me. <laughs> They're in the corner. Why can't you kiss him while he rails you? <laughs> I mean, it was this. Yeah, this dopey song. Yeah. And I'm right over here, here watching you bang see? him. Oh, 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 oh. He's railing you hard now, and you like it. I'm a loser, but you knew that when you left. How did that become a Philly thing? Well, I'll tell you how. Yes, yeah, seriously. Because they had like um, like a, a mix on a variety of songs. Right. And they someone turned that song into like a disco type hit. They put a beat under it. Right. And after a big win this past year, reporters happened to be in the locker room. And it was totally random. Maybe when they even clinched the, the you know the, the the division or whatever it was, right? right? Or a playoff win. And the reporters are like, oh, what's this song? Yeah, see they put a beat behind it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the reporters are like, you know, the, the newscasters are in the locker room. Hey, we're here right now, Bryce Harper, a game winning home run. And the fans like, Oh, I know that song. Is that and they adopted it, but it was just one of like fifty songs. So it happened to in, be on. In your opinion, is this as lame as when the Nationals rally song became Baby Shark? Do you think I have any idea of the Nationals rally? No, song? no, I'm telling you, Baby Shark versus a song I mean, about a... Baby Shark. Seriously, Baby Shark. You don't know Baby Shark, dude. It's not our car, car. Mama Shark, Shark, Shark. You don't know that. Mama Shark, do 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 do. That's a song. Sister Craig. Craig. Never heard of it. I know, I know, I know. I miss a lot of stuff. I'd rather hear Craig talking about his girlfriend than that. Grandma Shark, do 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 I did. I did that for many a year. Grandpa Shark. And then every time he changed his voice, it was a big laugh. How did you miss the baby? Shark era. What year is it? It was 2019. Oh, I can explain that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. How did he miss it? Yeah. 
So what's worse, a baby song being your rallying song or a song about your girlfriend getting, you know... A baby song. That's worse, okay. Baby shark, 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 da-da-da-da. And you know what? That's worse than Caleb Scott. Now, I'll be self-deprecating, or is Who Let the Dogs Out worse? You who Let me. the Dogs Out <laughs> because it became so cliche. Okay. That was really bad. I'll tell you what's going in that direction, too. You're going to have to give up this stupid trumpet. Because that trumpet's going to become beyond annoying. Yeah, but that's because everybody else did it. Like, I don't think the Mets yeah, did no, it. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not blaming the Mets, but that trumpet became like, I mean, I saw that n- Timmy Narco at a hockey game. Yeah, no, I heard it at a Jet like, game what this we year. Do, what are we doing? Yeah, it got, it got overplayed. Yeah, right? It did, but I don't think you stopped doing it. Because so you're telling me 35,000 people, 45,000 people all stood up and went, Baby no, shark, no, not shark, only that, shark, Craig. Da-da, da-da. Not only that, they did the hand most shark hand. And the national players did it, too. This was their rally song to a championship. I'm sorry that you missed that, Craig. <laughs> One of the best parts about being away for you. <laughs> I missed out on the stupid shark song. I apologize. I swear to you, I've never heard this song in my life. No. This has been infested in all of our homes because our kids love it. I've never heard this in my life before, right now, right in this moment. Now, Craig, can you imagine 40,000 baseball fans singing this and using their hands to imitate a shark mouth? Because that happened. I'm shocked that Philadelphia didn't adopt it. (laughs) That is terrible. That's true, man. I've never heard that before. So that is worse than even what Philadelphia was doing with that weird song. Yeah, Cam Scott uh, owns them on that regard. Like I kind of liked the Cam Scott song before he was affiliated with Philadelphia because it's such a non-like party song, right? No, you wouldn't think of like, it. Like even though Who Let the Dogs Out became like ubiquitous and became overplayed, at least it was like a party song. Yeah, right? but this is like, like baby... over there in the corner watching you kiss him. Woe is me! <laughs> right. like, how did that become an uplifting tune? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying? How did a baby shark become an uplifting uh, tune in terms of winning? Running. Yeah, I have no idea. I wish I knew. But I'm so glad. I, I mean, I'm not glad I you know, wasn't allowed to hear it, but I'm glad I didn't hear it. It is crazy that that's what's happened over the last few years in sports, that songs like that have become rally songs. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I guess you never know. I mean, could you have thought that a dude on a trumpet would have somehow become what it became here? Yes. You, that you makes saw more that coming? Because it's a badass song. As soon as you hear it, you're like, that's cool. That fits. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That surprises you? I mean, you couldn't have predicted it, is what I'm saying. No, no, but there are certain songs you'd hear, Craig, where you'd say, oh, I can see that being an awesome walk I got the song. best one of all time. Go ahead. The greatest team song of all time. Uh, it's not the New York Giants. It's not the Jets. It's not the Yankees. It happens to be the New York Mets. Oh, the Let's Go Mets song from 86? Not the Let's Go Mets song. Not even close, Howard. So what are you talking about? The greatest team song of all oh, time. The Doors, LA Women, 1999. Not the Doors. Mr. Mojo Rising. Bah, 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 I'm not bah, sure bah. what team even adopted that song. The Mets. No. The Mets never had Mr. Mojo so Rising. What Mets song did they have? That caught. That's not it. Kill it. <laughs> That's not it. No, stop, 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 stop. It's not, not the, not the Super Bowl shuffle. The Bears. Good That's try, not the best. No, no. The greatest song, and it's not up for debate. It's not even a Mount Rushmore. It stands alone, oh, like the Statue of Liberty. One last guess. Can I give you a guess? Oh no, you cannot give me a guess. You can sing it though. 
Go New York. Go New York. No, that go. was the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. No, nope. Go New York. Go, go New York. Go. Nope, that's not it either. All right, go ahead. The guy that wrote that song owns the Atlanta Hawks now. <laughs> uh, no. You want to take a shot? Do you guys sing it? You can't guess I will it. sing it. We are family. Pittsburgh Pirates, 1979. Now, Great song, Sister Sledge. Dave Parker, the Pirates adopted. It was awesome. Not the case. None of you have any idea. Fast. No, right now I don't. The greatest song ever adopted by any team in this town had the line in it. Hey, Mo! Hey, Mo! The Curly Shuffle? The Curly Shuffle is the greatest theme song <laughs> any New York team has ever had. Oh, come on. I don't see you Googling that, though. The Curly Let's Shuffle. Go. I know the Curly Shuffle. I've the heard Curly it. Shuffle. Hey, Mo! Hey, yeah. Mo! With a yuck, 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 yuck. That's the greatest song of all time. rally a team or get you now, excited at a game? You want to hear something really funny about the Curly Shuffle? Yeah. So in like 2000, let's say around 10-ish. I may be off a year. Don't matter, right? Uh, I told you my famous meeting out with Jeff Wilpon where he asked me the famous question in front of a third party. What do I do? <laughs> yes. I One of the things I said to him in that meeting was, you got to bring back the Curly Shuffle. Yeah, what did he say? They brought back the Curly Shuffle. Really? They brought it back because of you? They brought it back because of me. And there's like, you know, like sixth inning, seventh inning, whatever it was. We can't sit down. What do we do? Hey, Mo! Hey, Mo! I mean, this is not. This is the theme song of 86, buddy. That no, was the, the theme song of 86 is Let's Go. No, it's not. Let's Go, Mets no, Go. We got the teamwork you're to wrong. make a dream. Having lived through it, yes. the 1986 theme song for the New York Mets was the Curly Shuffle. Really? Yes, it was. You know what song? And they should no. bring it back. You know what song certainly, I think, still annoys Big Mac to this day? No, what? That's, of course, the famous... Sweet Caroline. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Not good. Not, Not good. good. When I was singing along during the Yankees Red yeah. Sox. Yeah. yeah, you were mocking him that day, weren't you? I had a fun time. For me. Yeah, he I was mocking him. Anyhow, you know, the Giants have always been above that stuff. No cheerleaders, no theme songs. You know, just Super Bowl championships, right? That's it, man. I don't know about this year, maybe. Uh, do the Eagles have a theme song? I don't think so. Yeah, fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, uh, yeah, but that's like, that's like a fight da, song. Da, do, da, da, da. E-A-D-R-E-S, who I can spell. That's how they Eagles. teach kids how to spell in Philadelphia. It's yeah. a big deal in elementary school. Here's uh, Robbie and Forkid River on the fan. Bobby, good afternoon. Hey, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're doing just swell. Thank you. I just wanted to, uh, as someone who lived in Philly for a long time as a Giants fan, they are very scared. They are very scared oh. because the Giants have nothing to lose. They yeah, they do a lose. trip to the NFC Championship game. They have the same exact thing to lose. Well, but you know what? They, ex- they have bet- higher expectations than we do. No, but here's the thing. They did for sure. A month and a half ago, when they solidified a playoff berth, they were clearly the number one seed, but not today they don't. So it's weird. Like, you're right and you're wrong all at the same time, in my opinion. Because, Craig, you're right. You're here. You have to take advantage of this opportunity. You know, you don't know if you're ever going to get back. But the reaction of us will be so different than the reaction of them after a loss. 
This would be Absolutely. a disastrous conclusion yes. to a once promising season. Jalen Hurts has lost one game this season. The Eagles won 14 games. They are the favorites to get out of the NFC. So it would be disastrous to lose this game. But I think once you're here and once you're in the moment, you got to take advantage of it because we have no idea what this giant team's going to do a year from now or two years from now. Yeah, but Rob, I hear I hear what you're saying. I don't mean to be tough on you because that rhetoric is what's out there the most. But to me, it's like you know you're two wins away from the Super Bowl. You got a lot oh, and, to lose. I want and I want them to beat the Eagles very badly. But I I love the attitude of this team because they just play hard and they and they just they bring it every week. So you never know. I, we saw this multiple times with Eli Manning and the runs they had earlier, and it seems like that's where they're, they're – it's very eerily similar to what we saw before. Okay. Now, listen, I think you have two completely different teams playing in this game that played obviously in Week 18, but more well, importantly, the December game. So, in fairness, there's really, to me, no similarities. <laughs> and what I mean by that is your head coach had been to an AFC championship game. That team had been to the postseason in back-to-back years. Eli Manning had to fail. Like, he failed in 2005. He failed in 2006. So, yeah, the 07 run seemed to come out of nowhere in terms of expectations. But it wasn't as if the run in terms of building came out of nowhere. Because they lost playoff games together. Right. Tom Coughlin was a head coach that had coached in a championship game prior to that. So I know we like to look at our team's history and say, this feels the same. I've even done it with the reverse 08. Like it feels like the reversal of 08 with the Eagles trending bad and the Giants trending well. But the truth is, when you really look closer, there are no similarities. Eli Manning in his first playoff game fell flat on his face. That was the game where Tiki famously said, we were outcoached. The right. Giants were shut out in that game. Right. That was the big controversy out of the game. It's not a knock on Tiki. It's what happened. And Eli Manning sucked. He was bad. They got shut out. They were embarrassed. Giant fans were angry. After Daniel Jones' first playoff game, we want to put this freaking guy in camp. I saw people talking about how, you know, he's going to get $40 million a year. Like, we're getting crazy because that's what playoff wins do, and that's how legacies are built. Uh, more of your calls coming up. We'll do the wrap at 5 o'clock. Plus, uh, one quick thing as we go to break here, 877-337-6666. I did see that the Golden State Warriors with the White House yesterday, Evan. Yes. Uh, celebrating last year's championship. Yes. Uh, I had a real problem with that. Which part? Uh, one thing, and it's a very quick thing, and I'll move past it, but i got to get it out of my head. Go ahead. Because it was so problematic to me as a proud American. The President of the United States never takes a knee. You stand up to And you saw the Vice President said, I ain't doing that. She was, I ain't getting down on my knees. (laughs) She said, that ain't happening. The President of the United States, even when Zod came down and took over the White House, the Fugazi President got on a knee. The real President didn't bow to anybody. And the fact that he stood in front of all those people, not just dwarves, but the other dignitaries, whoever they were, and for the picture's sake, took a knee. Yes. I'm like, what? 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 The best part was is when the vice president's like, I ain't doing The that. vice president goes, I'm the vice president. I'm not like getting on my knees for anybody. Yeah, no shot. Meanwhile, Biden's on his knees like, take the picture, honey. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? what are we it, was, doing? it was very awkward to say the least. I've never seen a United States president outside of in prayer, right. you know, at the tomb of the unknown soldier or something like that, respectfully taking a knee, of course. But in the White House? Yeah. For a photo op? 
Get off your knees, man. That whole scene was That's crazy. a fair thing for me to say, right? Uh, sure. That being said, lovely ceremony. With that being said, I'd give anything for one Clay of... Thompson's Thompson's name, but who cares? I'd give anything for one of our teams to be able to go to the White House. That would be nice. Not happening anytime soon. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. You like Fall Boy? I like Fall Boy. My boys love Fallout. So, yeah, do they? Yeah. yeah, good for them. There's a couple um, of songs from movies. They just can't get Oh, uh, yeah, they're in some of the uh, Immortals the and movies, yeah. Remember Me for Centuries. I got to play that song 100 times I a day. I bet you do. By the way, uh, tomorrow, my girl Amanda Serrano's stopping by. She's like the greatest female boxer of all time, and she's uh, going to unify all the belts and all that stuff. Uh, coming up here in a couple of weeks, and she's also a responsible gambling uh, uh, ambassador. As I am, and uh, she'll be swinging by tomorrow. I think before the show. Uh, so hopefully you'll be in. Uh, you'll be in the building, Evan, tomorrow. And I'll introduce you. I will be in the. She's building. a badass and a really nice gal. The family's from Brooklyn, and uh, she's just awesome. And she's joining me in the uh, fight to just make people more aware about responsible gambling. Very nice. Uh, so that's tomorrow. Uh, what time is she in the building tomorrow, Tommy? 
Like uh, 12 o'clock or something? Yeah, like that? a little before noon, it looks like they're going to arrive. All right. We also have uh, some pretzels coming in tomorrow because I want to defile some pretzels. So it's Philly pretzels? No, uh, no, no. No, so we have, uh, this is what we did. <coughs> All right. We want to be fair about it. Tomorrow, we've got the best pretzels in all of Long Island. Okay. My friends over there at Not of This World Pretzels on uh, Hempstead Turnpike. Friday. We're bringing in the Philadelphia soft. So that's when we defile it. I'm defiling pretzels both days. Okay. Uh, that's but it's I a go. different kind of defiling. Well, you've got New York pretzels first, Philly pretzels second. It's like a yeah. happy, sweet, passionate love defile on Thursday and an anger, I hate you defile exactly, on Friday. Exactly. Okay, I get one's it. loving, one's not loving. That truth be told, I love them both. <laughs> in different ways. I love them both. And uh, have you guys planned your FSU Friday event yet uh, with a Philadelphia theme? Yes, I've decided. Because it's a Foo Friday I have decided FSU spectacular. to literally physically assault our boss, Spike Eskin, since he's from oh, Philly. Yes. So I'm just going to beat him up. That's the plan. I'm just going to beat him up. I'm going to kick him in the groin. I'm going to stone cold stun him. But you got to videotape that. Out. No, it'll be videotaped, yeah. yeah. Yeah? He's okay with that? I mean, I haven't told he him understands. yet, but I'm sure he'll be okay What are you with doing, it. Big Mac? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have no idea. I mean, you're the only giant fan here. Yeah, I'm also the only successful well, I'm a giant. Uh, FSU Friday person. So no, I want a couple weeks, out. if I recall. I doubt it. I, I want a couple weeks. I mean, you I want threw a things weeks. out my window and yeah. filmed it. I, I had to yeah. double one something. Yeah. I burned Larry Bird. Like, I literally set him on fire. That, that doesn't count? Yeah. Yeah. It counts, but it wasn't good. I mean, come on. I mean, it counted. I, I, I was the only one who lived up to the spirit of what it was about and beat Burning Larry Bird doesn't count for no. the spirit? Nope. Should count, but didn't. I, if I remember correctly, uh, you didn't fully burn him at first. <laughs> He had trouble. Burning. He had some trouble lighting it on fire. <laughs> I recall. Uh, I gotta get something. I don't know. All right. Well, you'll do it. I'm, I thought I, what I happened is the sweatshirt. What happened? The sweatshirt. Yeah. If someone gives me sixty dollars, you can burn the sweatshirt. But that sweatshirt doesn't leave my well, office you, until someone gives me sixty dollars. Well, what are you for doing? For it's a secret. Oh, okay. It's a secret because guess who showed up at my house today? A chicken. Devante. Wait, the chicken. He's back. He came back? Devontae came back. You let him go. The rooster was put uh, off the backyard into uh, an area where he should have been eaten by fox and coyotes. Right. And I just got video. He found his way back. Yes. So there's wow. a, there, we might be right now in the middle of a uh, gruesome killing. <laughs> uh, I have not seen that video just yet, but I have seen video Devonte the rooster has found his way back, uh, but he is not allowed entry into that coop. Wow! So I don't know what's happening he came right home. now. Devonte came Devante home. Devonte came home. So if Devonte is still in the backyard uh, tomorrow night, Devonte will be victimized. <laughs> At the hands of Foo FSU Friday. Oh, that's a, I'm just putting it out there. I don't know if we could beat that. I mean, you're right. destroying an alive rooster that's right. named Devontae. If I come in that's... with chicken tenders on Friday, you'll know exactly what happened to Devontae. Did you see, and I still don't understand this, so maybe you can explain to me, Eric Adams, our fine mayor, yeah. and the bet offer he made to Philadelphia? It's an embarrassment. You saw this? Uh, yeah, so basically, those of you that have not seen this before, normally when you get to like this level of playoffs and beyond, the mayors for the respective cities have a friendly wager. Right. And it's normally something that's indicative of the town, like the Philadelphia mayor, and I apologize, I don't know his name, would uh, give you a cheesesteak. 
Right. Uh, soft pretzels. So, like, ice, if the right. Giants won, he would send the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, yes. all these cheesesteaks to eat and enjoy. Yep. So, normally what's happened in New York historically, uh, when the governors make the, the wager, it's usually New York apples. That's right. been a big one. All right. right. When it's been the mayor, it's usually, okay, I don't know, I'll send you bagels from H&H Bagels. Bagels or pizza to me, jump right, out of pizza, right. I'll hook you up at uh, John's, I'll give you a nice Italian sub from Faicos, whatever, right? right? Our mayor, is, as I understand it, yeah, he made a wager with the Philadelphia mayor. I have not seen Philly's offer, but I imagine it's you know soft pretzels, that kind of thing, right? Uh, Cheesesteaks, whatever. Our mayor, Mayor Adams, offered up, and this is a direct quote as I saw it, Vegan cheesecake. Yeah. Vegan cheesecake. Now, I don't know a lot. I'm not a big cheesecake guy. What? But vegan? You can't make a vegan cheesecake taste Is he good. making the bet with our boss, Spike Eskin, who is vegan? Like, and I don't understand this. It's an embarrassment. Yeah. You have all these wonderful neighborhoods and different types of food, whether it be Dominican, Puerto Rican, uh, Jewish, Italian, uh, and on and on and on. We are the melting pot with amazing different delicacies here, from pastrami to bagels to you know cheesecake, real cheesecake like Junior's, to LMB Spumoni Garden Pizza, to all the stuff we know. And you offered up some type of woke, fugazi, vegetarian cheesecake. Vegan cheesecake? No joke. I would, I would actually impeach him over it. <laughs> I, and I like Mayor Adams. I would impeach him <laughs> over this because it's not a true representation of the people you represent. Craig, he's making us all look bad. It's an embarrassment. Vegan and cheesecake. Tell, you know what I'm going to text Jimmy Otto yeah. right now. What does he think about this? I'm going to tell him right now. It's an embarrassment. Vegan cheesecake? Yeah, good point. Like, I know the mayor's new to this whole thing about making friendly wagers with the mayor of another city. I like the camaraderie but, when they do that. No, no, I have no issue with it. Vegan cheesecake? Yeah. I read that this morning. I almost threw up. Embarrassing. It's like, all you got to do, why not just go to Junior's, get a nice, I don't know, Oreo cookie cheesecake. That's redonk. (laughs) And there you go. Simple pimple. Nothing. That's it. Vegan Vegan. cheesecake. It's it's embarrassing. Come on, Mr. Mayor. You're better than that, Mayor Adams. Be better than that. That's something that (laughs) Phil Murphy would do in New Jersey. (laughs) Yes. Well, it also leads to that question. Why is the mayor of New York City making a bet or a wager well, when you know, they play on. in it's New York? York. Let's not go down that road. I'm just saying. I'm sure Phil Murphy's trying to get it on the action now with the governor of Pennsylvania. You know, you know, the only reason I bring it up is when the Giants and Jets first moved, it was contentious. Like, it wasn't, oh, they're still New York's team. Yeah, yeah. Like, there was bitterness. I mean, yeah, I, when listen, the Jets left, Mayor Cotts said, we'll go get another team. I, I happen to respect if you're a lifelong New Jerseyan. And you, uh, you you lost the Nets, obviously. Uh, you want to be treated with some respect, right? Like, hey, they play in my state, right, right, right. Uh, and I respect if you're like if, if you're Chris Christie, and you don't want to refer to them as the New York Giants or Jets. Now he does, mm-hmm. but if you uh, you know, were pissed about that, I respect that. No, I understand it, hundred percent. They, you know, I can make. When- I understand why they're not. But if I was a lifelong New Jersey resident, it would bother me. I just don't know when it changed. Because there was a time in which the city was pissed off that the Giants and Jets left. And obviously that's not the case anymore. Giants win a Super Bowl. We have a parade in New York City. Yeah. I went to two of them. I know it full well. Yeah. The best is when George Steinbrenner threatened to move the Yankees to New Jersey. I know. And they were all like, 
No, you're never you're not doing that. that. Like, yo, we'll play cards with you, but you can't bluff us on, on, on that one. That's never going to happen. Here's uh, Matt in Middletown, New Jersey. Matty, what's going on, Cookie? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? Oh, doing great. Excellent. Also, Craigie, I'm from Middletown, New York, man. Don't put me in Jersey. Oh, I, I apologize. It said on my screen, New Jersey, so I went with it. You have my sincerest apologies. Wow, way to throw Lugie under the bus. Good job, Craig. I'll throw him under the bus. I'm, no, no, no Lugie's my facts. guy. I didn't say anybody, but... Wow, no, 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 you didn't. You. Craig did. Yeah. I'm just making that clear. Yeah. Where, by the way, a silly question. Where is Middletown, New York? So you know where Big Mac lives in uh, Warwick? Yes, yeah, yeah. Orange County, yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, 20 minutes north of that. Oh, so you're over by uh, Legoland. That's Monroe. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah close yeah. enough. Legoland's a beautiful uh, new park. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's not as good as Sesame Place, but it's not bad. I mean, I've never been there, but it's got to be better than Sesame uh, Place. It's not. <laughs> I, I, I'm willing to bet you. I've never been there either. So. All right, what do you got? All right, so I'm a diehard Met fan, Giant fan, and Knicks fan. But across all sports, the Philadelphia Eagles are the team I hate the absolute most. Why? And well, oh, because of why? what? Yeah, it's because of what we were talking about before on the show with them just completely kicking our ass for like the early 2000s and for the last 20 years. And yeah. I'm 31, so it's been like a lifelong thing. Uh, and there's one moment that sticks out in my mind. Is it? Well, let me guess. Let me guess. Is it? It's, is it, it's got to be Deshaun Jackson, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> <Okay>. So, <laughs> what, <laughs> so, Evan, what made that worse was at the time I was seeing this girl and her family was from uh, Jersey. And her family, they're all uh, Eagle fans. So we went on a Sunday, and it just happened to be that game. And so I'm the only giant fan there. And I knew it was going to be contentious. But right. when we got out to an early lead, I'm having the time of my life. I'm relaxing. I'm not worrying. All of a sudden, you know, one score, two score. And then when the, the punt return happened, you know, everybody's celebrating. And mind you, it's, it's her family, right? So I can't look like a psycho. So what I do is I just excuse myself, right? Very nonchalant. I go upstairs, I go to the bathroom, close the door, I run that water, and I literally bury my face in a towel, and I just yell. I just absolutely I feel you. Let Are you it still uh, dating the girl or no? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's the moral of the story there. It, when you right. look, if you, take hockey out for a second, because I know the deep-seated hatred Ranger fans, Islander fans, half of the Flyers. So just move hockey to the side for yeah. a second. The Philadelphia Phillies-Mets rivalry is not really a – it's not a thing. It picked up this year because both teams were good. Yeah, but even but that, in the I regular mean, season, Mets beat them 14 out of 19 times. Other than 07 and 08, where the Phillies stuck it to us, they're never in a pennant race at the same time. Right. So the Met-Philly thing is sort of fugazi, right? Knicks and Sixers, I don't mean to be a jerk, but is there a rivalry there? They've kicked your ass yeah. mostly for the last five years. It's been a long time. And the last time the Knicks and Sixers played in the postseason, which is not that difficult to do, it's the NBA playoffs, was 30-plus years ago. It's not a thing. And even the Nets Sixer thing isn't a real thing. And I also know my place in this city, right? Sure. So it's the Eagles. Like, yes, the Flyers. Yeah, I put them up there. Yeah. But it's the Eagles. It's not really the Phillies, and it's not really the Sixers because of the damage and pain they've inflicted on you. Our last caller's in his mid-30s. He doesn't 
have a good memory against the Eagles. He can't come up no, with one because it doesn't exist. You give out the numbers. What is it in the last 23 uh, years or 23 games, rather? What are they? It's awful, but it's I know Eli was horrendous. like 10 and 23, and obviously the yeah. Giants haven't beaten them a lot. Like, it's not good. They haven't won at the link since 2013. It's just, it's bad. So, by the way, we heard the same thing about Minnesota 11 and 0 in one score games. Oh, yeah, look, all streaks right? are meant to all end. All streaks that. come to an end at some point. So, what was that last one you just gave? The last little fact toward you gave? I don't know. What did I say? So, what, oh, they haven't won at the Lynx since 2013. Haven't won in Philadelphia in nine years. Yeah. Ooh. No, I think it makes it juicier. Wouldn't it be nice for that streak to come to an end? And here's what's interesting. You have a team, to be fair, that has dominated the New York Giants, as Evan just pointed out, over the last decade. And before that, they dominated the Eli Manning New York Giants as well, right? Mm-hmm. And yet the New York Giants are not the biggest underdog this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what the spread is. What are they getting? Well, right now, the Giants are getting seven and a half. Oh, oh but the so biggest, it really hasn't So moved. they're second, then, right? They're the second. They're second. The Chief-Jaguar game, the Jaguars are the biggest underdog well, of the, the week. Yeah, the Chiefs going to blow them. What, the what I find surprising is the team who's the, how do I phrase it, uh, closest in the spread? Is that how you phrase it? Uh, Not San the biggest Fran, underdog? Dallas is, what, five, six? Yeah, they have the smallest number, essentially. No, which is, no, the, the Bills-Bengals has to be smaller than that. No. Bills are favored by five. No. The smallest spread is Bills San Francisco. Bills by five? Yep, yeah. five and a half. The smallest spread I've seen is four, Dallas-San Francisco. And mm. that's surprising because outside of Jaguars-Chiefs, where I do think everyone's picking the Chiefs, I get the sense everybody thinks the Niners are going to kill them, right? And that has no, the small- I know, not kill them. No. No? No. But I think there's also some adjustment there for the fact that Cowboy fans represent a lot of people. Oh, in this so country. there's a lot of money going towards so Dallas. There's a okay. lot. I bet you, if I had to guess, 80 20 money on Dallas. All right, let me ask you a question. Not based forget, on merit, based on fandom. Forget about point spreads. I'm talking head to head right now, going into this weekend. Yeah. What would be the biggest upset of divisional Jaguars, weekend? Kansas City. Totally agree. Okay, put that away. We all agree. Yes. What's the second biggest upset? Giants, Eagles. I disagree. Number one seed against a uh, team that's been div- ripped all year for having no talent. Divisional opponent. Who's got and the, the weakest Niners. roster in the NFC? No, I get that, but the Niners also look like the most complete team in football yeah, right I, now. I, I, yeah, I'm with you on that, but I think they should be third to answer your question. Okay, fair enough. I mean, it's, look, I it's a debatable it, thing. Of course, no, it's yeah. a debatable thing. I guess I'm just giving you my natural reaction to it yeah. is that there's. I had a sense, and maybe I'm wrong, that everybody goes into this weekend thinking the Niners are going to crush. Well, don't forget also, I mean, you do have to, as much as this kid has been great, they still have, uh, you know, Brock Purdy as quarterback. I, I know I get that, but look around NFL right now in the NFC. A lot yeah. of these quarterbacks don't have advanced postseason experience. No, no, you're right. You're Dax right. won two playoff games. six per- games now where he's played great. Purdy's won one playoff game. Daniel Jones has one playoff game. There's only one quarterback who hasn't won a playoff game. Jalen Hurts, that's all. Hey, just out of curiosity, Evan, it's interesting you bring that up to me. Of the eight teams that are left, could we take a very just quick look at the coaches that are coaching? Of course. I'll just go through it really fast. Um, Has Brian Dable won a playoff game? He has. Has uh, Shanahan won a playoff game? He has. Has Mike McCarthy won a playoff oh, game? Oh, he's won many in his illustrious career. I but yes. he has a Super Bowl, does he not? He does. Oh, he does, does he? Yeah, he does. He does. Um, has Sean McDermott won a playoff game? He has. 
has uh, what's his name? Zach and, uh, Taylor. Zach Taylor. Is he He's actually play gone to a Super Bowl. Crap. Oh, he has. Has he? Yeah. Uh, let me think who I'm missing here. Boop, boop, Andy Reid. Has Andy Reid won a playoff game? I think Eagle fans know about that. Has yes. Doug Peterson won a playoff game? Uh, again, I think Eagle fans know about okay. that. Okay. Has Nick Sirianni won a playoff game? That would be negative. Well, I'm sorry? That would be negative. No, he's had to. Zero. So you're saying the only team that's left whose quarterback has never won a playoff game, whose head coach has never won a playoff game, happens to be the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, that's that's a 100, correct, yes. Wow. Yes. That is a fascinating little factor. Sort of is, isn't it? Every other team's got at least one playoff win yeah. for their coach and quarterback, and some of them have Super Bowl appearances. Dude, five of them have Super Bowl appearances. Think about and that. If you, take, if you count the fact that, if I'm not mistaken, Brian Dable's got five rings as an assistant? That's true. He does, yeah. Huh. Interesting. So you're saying that from a coaching perspective and from a quarterback perspective. Maybe he's got one I don't know about. It's certainly possible. As a head coach, at least. He's never won a playoff game in January. So from a coaching and quarterback (laughs) perspective, the Eagles are sort of lacking in terms of winning experience. Wow, they're an outlier. Everybody else has something they don't have. A coach and a quarterback with a playoff win. Yes, uh, well, my gonna, friend? I don't know. I just noticed this. It's not as interesting. But they're all offensive coaches, too. Okay, Every just, coach left in the playoffs is offense. Just saying. <laughs> First of all, that's also not true. Who's, the, who's defense? Sean McDermott is a defensive coach. Oh, that's right. Highlight all right, so now. one and seven. Sorry. <laughs> seven and one. I mean, you tried to make this point. As I've told you, uh, <laughs> you just... as recently as yesterday. <laughs> Say it out loud to yourself first. See how it comes across in your room. And if you like it, then come to our Like, here's the problem. It wasn't that exciting. Craig made that clear. And then to make it worse, it wasn't true. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I thought there I got I'm like, uh, offense, I, offense, I, I offense. I thought, I thought. Yeah, it's all good. I thought so. It's all good. Happens. Uh, real quick, Mark <laughs> is in Glen Cove. Mark, what's on your mind, buddy? Hey, guys. Love the show. You're all doing great. Uh, Craigie, I just got to say, um, there's only one solution to your rooster problem, Coco Vaughn. Coco Vaughn. That is a, uh, is a, that is a French is delicacy, a, yes. It, it is. You have to That is it. a Julia Child special is what that is. is. Nothing more, yeah, nothing less. But I know a lot of guys won't eat rooster. But uh, what I, his, I just got video. Uh, my son, Lucky, has been chasing this rooster around and can't quite get it. Now, he's usually pretty good about it. You grab uh, chickens by, like, the talons or the legs, and you hold them upside down, and they chill. Hmm. He has yet to grab the rooster, and it's now becoming somewhat comical. Because, you know, you know Anthony, right? <laughs> yes, I do. You know the Anthony's having a good time watching his brother try to catch this damn thing? <laughs> I'm sure. Matter, I hope there's no cursing in this. If there is, just dump it real quick. Uh-oh. This is the last video that I just got. I'll just play it for you. Here oh, boy. Yeah. Good old fashioned chicken run. <laughs> chicken run. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here comes the mocking. <laughs> you can't catch him. <laughs> the mocking. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. That chicken lives to fight another day. But if I come in here with chicken tenders. You'll know where they're from. So do you know they about won't this? Be Popeyes. Apparently, there's like an eagle cheating scandal going on here. Yes, there is. The scandal with the is kicking. That, well, there's two scandals actually. Yeah. Uh this the kicking one. 
was originally approved by the NFL that has since been uh, outlawed. Yeah, the NFL which wa- is they were kicking using, you on the tee. They were using other objects for field goals and yes. PATs in their first matchup that I guess gave the kicker some kind I'll of edge. So what the Eagles were doing, because they cheat, uh, even, <laughs> even Aaron Boone knows that, uh, <laughs> they mean. cheat their franchise and tries to get over on if they can. They had a little almost, I don't say it's a device, mm-hmm. but imagine almost like a thimble, but right. bigger, obviously. Right, right. And when they snapped the ball, the guy holding the ball was able to put that thimble thing on the ground and have the ball rest on top of it. Right. You can kick a ball farther if you're not kicking it off the ground. Right. Okay, fine. It's, an un- it's Apparently, it's a penalty. Uh, it was originally okayed with the league earlier this year. But it wasn't okay. And then it became outlawed. Apparently, it's an unsportsmanlike penalty. It and is. the reason the Eagles were using it is they had a backup holder at it's that time crap. in the game. They were cheating is what no, they no. were doing. I'm not, I'm not saying they weren't. I'm telling you. Part of the reason why they were using it, they were using yeah. an emergency holder in the game, and the small object kind of helped. Yeah, it's a 15-yard penalty, okay? So that, that's yes. one. All right, so that, obviously, the Giants are sensitive to it, as they should be. They're on the lookout for it. The other thing that uh, I think Jason Kelsey has been accused of, he's their center, right? Yeah, and by the way, he's awesome. You know, he's great. No, no, he's, I'm not knocking him. He's a great, great player. Uh, he's, uh, he's a Pro Bowl uh, player and probably on his way to the Hall of Fame. Jason Kelsey, out. Dexter Lawrence, yeah. that's a man's matchup so right there. What, the, what they've been accused of now is that before he snaps as they're getting ready, Jason Kelsey's been accused of moving the ball forward. Right. For spotting and I guess for ultimately just get a little extra edge. Mm-hmm. Come like, you know, six, seven inches. Right, right. And apparently there's video where it's undeniable. So a lot of times you'll see the center. They're allowed to kind of jockey the ball a bit to get a grip on it, but you can't move the ball forward. Right. You can kind of roll it yeah, over and get the laces, the right? the officials would see that. Would you think that? Evan? I would think the that. The officials yes. didn't see Justin Jefferson taking his helmet off and bashing another <laughs> no, official in the that. shoulder with it. Don't go back Yeah, you'd think they would see it. Stop. So the Eagles are now... Uh, that being, one is... I got to tell you, that one is not... As big of a deal, no. it include because to me, me here's why: including yeah. a foreign object yeah. that helps you yeah. when kicking an it's extra like, point it's or like, field goal. Uh, your sticky stuff in baseball. Yeah, cheating. that to me is a bigger deal than oh, Jason Kelsey slightly moving the football up a little. No, bit. no, I'll tell you why. Just call him on it, dude. Well, that's up to the refs to do that. But well, here's the problem. okay, then do it. That's my point. Here's the problem, Booney. The problem is this: Booney, the he's listening. The Eagles are the best fourth and inches team in all football. Right now, you know why. Oh, that's not the only reason. No, no. If I'm able to having move... a badass offensive line, yeah, which it is, yeah, and having Jalen Hurts yeah. and having Miles Sanders, sure. sort of may play a little role in How it. How about this? Evan? Slightly, just if you're bit. able to start to play already past the the marker for the first down. Yeah, but are you saying he's doing it on every play or on every fourth and inches play? I'm asking. You. I'm just telling you. Have you watched there. the tape on that? You know, I have not watched every fourth down play to see it because so it may even... not be video for me to see. It might so, be like team video that right, we don't have so access to. In the to. Giant Eagle game earlier this season, we literally see yeah, those objects being used for the place Look, kick. I and I, I'll say this: I respect it. Oh yeah! If you can get by cheating and nobody catches you in a football game, good for you. There right? was once you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. There was once this famous scholar. He actually went on and became the governor of a popular state in our country. Because we be careful when you start a sentence with, with "There was once a," because I think you're going to go man from Nantucket. <laughs> Not that quite. being said, go ahead. Famous scholar who once had this brilliant quote that a lot of people live life by. I don't. Maybe you do. It ain't considered cheating. 
if you don't get caught, Jesse Ventura. True story. No, that's, not the, that's not the quote. That's the quote. No. It ain't considered cheating no. if you don't get caught, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. I mean, guy went on, became the governor of Minnesota. I, I thought his quote doing. was, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. He said, win else. if you can, win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. That was the quote. That was the quote is that? Jesse the body venture? Yeah, Jesse was all over. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So was it yours or yours? Oh, he did mean? both. He did say both. Yeah, he said both. That's why he was so... I might have man. to Google you two knuckleheads Google now. it. All right, I'm going to Google I'll it. I'll give you another yeah, famous quote from a scholar. It's It was a great quote from about 30 years ago. Quote, it's not fair to flare. Great comment. Very true, too. It was not Woo! fair Woo! to flare. Here's the Jesse Ventura Robert quote. Heenan was his name. And it's my guy over there. Tommy gets credit for it, not you. Win if you can, lose if you must, but always cheat. That's Jesse Ventura. Wait, it ain't it's the con- only cheating quote attributed to Jesse Ventura. Wait, excuse me. Look up it ain't considered cheating if you don't get caught. I mean, that's a real quote. And maybe, by the way, it's a good quote. Maybe that was Jerry the King Lawler, Evan. You might have your wrestling heel announcers screwed up. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, it ain't considered cheating if you don't get caught. Yeah. Is attributed. Oh, I see it. It's a bit, it's a book it's written a in 1990. Book by Dan Gutman. Nice yes. Job. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not Jesse Ventura, you knucklehead. I'm sure I can find and produce Jesse Ventura uttering that quote on yeah. national TV. And when I do, I want an apology. Oh, he stole from Dan Gutman. You think so? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I was watching. It's funny you mentioned Jesse Ventura. <clears throat> I was watching some videos of Jesse Ventura the other day regarding a Plum Island. You familiar with this Plum Island? You what guys conspiracy is on Plum Island? Do you know who I'm talking about? Plum Island? Not familiar, no. You, your guys are from Long Island. Doesn't I mean, mean I, I know, know Plum what Island. Plum Island is. I don't know. Plum Island is where Lyme disease was created by scientists. Plum Island is where they created like uh, specialized ticks and mosquitoes as for warfare. Plum Island is where a lot of bad viruses got started. Okay, yeah, it sounds. Yeah, weird. and you can't access. Plum sounds Island. like a very Jesse Ventura yeah, kind of subject. It definitely does. And I love Jesse. Yeah, go on a boat like, and go try to go right. to Plum Island. You have you have Homeland Security on your ass. I know. In 30 we, seconds. we can't go to Antarctica either. And there's people. Who you live cannot on the go ice. to Antarctica. Yeah. That's also correct. You need you need <laughs> governmental permission to actually walk foot on Antarctica. Are yeah. there like aliens living underground? Okay, on Plum you Island? guys mock me all you want. Lyme disease was not a natural disease that came from deer ticks. It was created on Plum Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true story. Uh huh. And you guys should know about this because you're both from there. What? Just because you're from not there from doesn't Plum mean Island. you know. Huh? You're from Suffolk County. I'm from Nassau. We're all Same from Nassau thing. County. You know what's kind of interesting though about your point? Yeah. Plum Island is located 17 miles southeast of Lyme, Connecticut. How about that? Yeah, thus Lyme disease, Jack. <laughs> so Lyme disease came from Lyme, Connecticut. Lyme disease was not a naturally occurring thing in deer ticks. Lyme disease was created by after. scientists on Plum Island. So very much similar to... It is a to... man-created thing so that it... kills people. So it came like Killed COVID. Tom Seaver. It's like COVID. What happened? It's like COVID. Well, except not based in China. Not based in China. Yeah, and it doesn't kill everybody. Lyme disease gets its name uh-huh. from a small coastal town in Connecticut called yeah. Lyme. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. So you guys, you, yeah. you keep no, your head in the yeah, sand. You don't know nothing. I, I, they they created Lyme disease? Yeah, yes. it's not true. I'm already reading. Of course it's Diverse not true. Diverse lineages 
have of of Lyme yeah, disease I mean, existed in North naive. existed in North America, and the current Lyme disease epidemic is the result of ecolo- ec- ecological changes oh. that have allowed deer's ticks and finally bacterium yeah. to invade. Yeah, okay. So that doesn't sound sure. like you're right. Oh yeah, hold on. They made Do you them- think they're going to actually announce? That they created oh, Lyme so disease? So it's a conspiracy theory. How do you know? Theory. Huh? Because Jesse you know. Ventura told me right, last exactly. night. <laughs> exactly. That's how I know. Yep. Sometimes you got to see things with an open mind. You can't well, just accept Lyme what people tell you. Lyme disease circulated <laughs> in the trees of North America 60,000 years ago. Not sure. How do we know that? Yeah, you know what Shakespeare wrote a play it's about According it? to no. the Yale it's School the same of way Medicine. They made, it's okay. the same way we made dinosaurs. Yeah, let me tell you how the Yale School of Medicine works. If you pay them enough money, they'll do anything you want. I've lived it. A tick was yeah. frozen in that ember, and they were able to get yeah. to it. Okay, millions of years. Right. Ago. The Lyme disease bacterium. I'll keep my eyes wide the open. The deforestation and subsequent suburbanization of much of New England. You know what? Sure. I don't buy that. That's sure. Sure. That sounds like. <laughs> you know right. what? The more I read it, I'm like, I don't believe that story. Okay, you guys believe whatever you want to. So believe. us cutting down trees and creating suburbia. Yep. Actually, Tommy, yeah. do me a favor. Book Jesse Ventura for the show. I love Jesse. All right. Great. I want him in for a full hour. I want to get over all of it. Yeah, we're going to ask about two different things. I'll tell you that. Uh, we're right not now. talking wrestling. I want to learn about Plum Island. I meant him running for governor. I'm told That's you. Fine. I'm told you right though that you cannot go to Plum Island. You cannot go because government owned. Yes. If you go within like a hundred yards of it, uh, no joke, they come and get you. That's right. You're not allowed to. Now there are scientists out of there, obviously, but if you actually try to go there, Homeland Security makes you stop going there, hmm. which is crazy, right? We just passed legislation. Yes. We just Why passed should legislation. Why there be an island that's uh, public property that we're not allowed to go on? What? Why there's, should that be acceptable? There's tons of places that like, government property three. that you can't go. I mean, they just decided to build something on a tiny island that nobody wanted to go to anyway. Uh, no, no. I wanted to go there. No, you don't. You didn't want to go there until you couldn't. <laughs> a couple of years ago, Never it was had passed my first by. cigarette until I saw my first no smoking sign. That's you. Go ahead. Uh, a couple of years ago, Congress and then the president signed legislation that blocks the sale of yeah. Plum Island and preserves it. Yeah. So we're keeping Plum yeah, Island so we, safe. Yeah. By the way, there's there's human tests going on there. There's babies with three heads. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on there. Oh, I know why you know yeah. Plum Island. Because of Jesse Ventura. No, because it was in the Silence of the Lambs. I'm reading about it right now. Oh, that's where they wanted to send him. Yes. When he's like, I want a room with a view. That's right. And they're like, we'll send you to Plum Island. And by the way, uh, yeah. now I know where this is coming from. There's a book from a couple decades ago, The Disturbing Story of the Government's Secret Plum Island Germ Laboratory. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so that's where it comes interesting. from. Interesting. All of a sudden you're learning. No, it's a conspiracy. It may be uh, true. I'm not saying it's 100% not true, but it's likely not true. Giants Eagles coming up. Is that fair to say likely And not true? I guess I got at some point I do have to wrap for you. It's a it's a twenty second thing. That's all it is. It's not gonna take much time. More of your calls coming up as we get ready for the biggest sporting event uh, in this town in a long, long time. And the Giants holding the water for all New Yorkers. And if you're the Yankees watching this, maybe you learn a little something about you know, winning big games. Let's go eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Because let's be honest, after the Giants, the Yankees have the best chance of winning a championship. Not really. Oh, that's right. I forgot you got Tommy Pham today. No, I wasn't saying them either. Ooh. There's a couple of other teams that play winter sports that I'd say have a shot. Rangers? I think they're on there. Knicks? Not really. Okay, so no basketball team. Yeah, you're right. No basketball team. Uh, St. John's? They got got two big wins, top 25 in the last week. (laughs) Now they have no They beat Butler. And then they beat UConn. I think all the Good hockey job. teams have a shot. Devils yeah, and Islanders. Every hockey team has yeah, a shot. Yeah, no, I the agree. Devils and Islanders have a shot. Yeah. 
And the basketball team's a fraud. Islanders don't have a shot. Yeah, they do. No. Yeah, oh, it's hockey, dude. Get in. You have a chance to win. There's Absolutely. no favorites. They're not, they're not good. Get um, in, and they have a shot, and they're not that far away from getting in. They're, like, tied for the last playoff spot. You're right. only a few points ahead. Stop being they so, you know, nobody We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.